Hello and welcome. I'm Mark Thomas, Head of Financial Services at Equifax Australia. Joining me today is Alberto Fernandez, the Insights Principal at Latitude Financial Services. Alberto, welcome and uh, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, really look, looking forward to discussing the evolution and the future of Buy Now, Pay Later in Australia. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a, it's a pleasure. Excellent. Hey, why don't we why don't we get straight into it, um, Alberto? Uh, by now, pay, pay later has exploded in Australia and New Zealand, based on your experience at Latitude, um, and, and particularly as Latitude being a long-standing point-of-sale finance provider in the Australian market. Um, why do you think this is? Why the explosion? Yeah, thank you, Mark. And so, you know, if, if anybody says that they're an expert in buying up a letter, they're probably lying because such a, being, being such a such a new category and, and, and uh, you know, changing so much, it kind of creates a lot of uh, uh, new tensions and, and, and new learnings constantly. However, as you well said, uh, Latitude has been operating the financial services and also on installments for a really long time. So we have that expertise with us. Uh, I will probably... Um, uh, use or say that there is probably four reasons why buy now Pereira has done so well. One is a long-term trend, even before COVID, of mistrust on, on institutions. We saw it with the um, uh, big uh, review of, of banks and financial institutions that happened in Australia, uh, but it, there was already a trend of, of uh, people kind of uh, moving away from, from being financial institutions, not just uh, um, banks, but also um, government and so on. So that, that was a big issue. Uh, the, the second one uh, that got accelerated through COVID is the impact of um, online, so online shopping. Uh, a lot more uh, people, uh, due to the circumstances, had to use online and therefore having a, a ability to uh, obtain the items they needed now uh, was, was uh, quite important. And, and we saw through COVID that while the train had started before, through COVID it's just, just accelerated uh, dramatically. Now, a couple more uh, reasons that are perhaps a bit more relevant to, to the category. One is um, what Binopelator offers is an easy and quick access to, to money. Now, uh, traditionally, that uh, had been a bit more challenging, particularly for certain segments that they had to go through, uh, you know, big, big uh, hoops to be able to get the, the money they needed. And by now, PayLater was able to fulfill that kind of a small uh, credit uh, quite quickly. Now, this is not necessarily, um, you know, a, a good thing for everyone, as we'll probably talk later on. Uh, it has created or it creates a lot of problems, as, as we have seen in some of the recent uh, annual reports from some of the binal pay later providers that, um, you know, the rise in, in debt um, has increased. So, so being able to do that responsibly is, is quite crucial. So the easy access to money obviously has worked really well. However, uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll discuss later on, from our opinion, that has to come with a strong responsibility from the providers. And fourth, I'll probably say that beyond that, what no one anticipated is the experience by now providers offer. So it's not just simple and easy to log in and sign up, 
but it's also once that you are inside the uh, platform business, you receive offers, you receive discounts, uh, you kind of uh, exposed to an experience that you didn't have when you were with the big four banks. So the combination of all those four trends has created this kind of boom of, of uh, opportunities. Uh, and, and I say, uh, uh, you know, I say boom because it's, you know, I think there were like 20 something racer buying operator providers and it kind of, it feels that every other month there is a new one coming in into the category. So, so you're very right to say that it has exploded. It's, it's quite uh, interesting how, you know, we have seen in the last two years this huge increase in growth on the category. Um, but you also know that at the moment it only represents 2% of all payments. So, so in a, in a small chunk of all payments, mm. we have a very competitive set of, of, uh, providers. Yeah. Which is, which is amazing. And, um, yeah, I mean that, that, that boom has just been incredible for, for I think everyone to watch. Um, so, I mean, given that and, and given where it's come from, what, what do you see, uh, for the, the, maybe the trends and the challenges are going to be moving forward as that market matures more. Have you, have you put some thought into what, what we're looking at in the next, say, two, five years? Yeah, yeah, um, a great question, Mark. So, so, yes, as I was saying before, you know, typically with any category, you see almost five stages of evolution. The first one is, uh, you know, you identify the need and then everybody kind of addresses to the same need. And, and what it happens after that is that is happening in the buy now political category is um, a lot of providers offer exactly the same need to customers with little differentiation. What it happens after that is a stage of consolidation. We have had, you know, in the last uh, few months, you, you, you probably know how uh, a lot of the, you know, medium size, smaller size providers are starting to join forces. So. What, what, it, what, what comes with that is uh, the question of longevity. It, until now, because there was uh, such a big growth, uh, it was perceived that you, know, you can come into the market and you could survive. Now, what we have observed uh, is that as companies start to get more material, the need to be profitable, the need to be there for the long run is starting to be questionable. Uh, so, so, you know, you can't expect that all 20 providers are going to be there in the next two or three years. Uh, it might be more merger acquisitions or, you know, unfortunately, they might not be able to manage or admin the finances the right way and they might disappear. This creates a particular challenge for merchants because, you know, in the, in the whole uh, relationship, it's not just customers who benefit from the relationship. Merchants on the other side uh, obviously benefit from having access to more customers. So a right partnership with the right provider is quite crucial. So as, as the category evolves, what I'm expecting to see is less providers, more consolidation, and uh, potentially an evolution of the offering. So we have had buy now, pay later, and you will see that the pure buy now, pay later providers will start to move into offering other products. They have to because um, buy now, pay later on its own, is perhaps not a very profitable uh, product. Uh, we've seen that, you know, the annual reports from Afterpay or Zip that they're still uh, kind of um, not producing profit. Uh, in, in our 
business model that I think is perhaps due to that longevity in the market proved to be the right one is that idea of graduating customers from vinyl pelleter into other, into other providers. Linking back to the point I was making earlier that providing uh, a best-in-class experience facilitates this longevity because we are able to hold on to the customers for longer, providing more access to uh, financial products, so keeping them for longer, for longer uh, fulfilling their needs, and that is ultimately a benefit for merchants because it allows us to create more conversations with these customers that ultimately benefit all our partners. Mm. It's an interesting point, Alberto, and, and I, I think we'll get to that loyalty piece, that customer loyalty piece a little bit later, but um, yeah. certainly in terms of you know, opening the wallet up, so to speak, to use an old term, uh, and, and uh, getting that pathway to profitability through this channel uh, is, you know, obviously the big challenge. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, uh, ourselves, Ham, there are a few buy now, pay later providers yeah. that at the moment are profitable. So, so uh, you know, we're one of the few. Uh, and we're very proud of that, but uh, you know we also proved that the a pure buy now pay later model at this stage perhaps is not viable. So those pure buy now pay later, uh, companies might struggle unless they're able to move into into other categories. Uh, otherwise, it just becomes that get more customers. It's almost a fulfilling cycle in which you need more customers to mm. feed the engine, and the moment you stop acquiring or growing the whole thing stops. Yeah, absolutely. So just maybe with a little bit of view on the merchant side, you know, how, how do you see that playing out from a merchant perspective over the ne next few years? Well, um, you know, there's this, the easy of access to money, uh, the hassle-free uh, access is something that merchants have really welcomed. Uh, the ability to have an amazing experience when people join uh, Latitude or the buy now pay providers has been beneficial for, for merchants because what that has created is uh, an extra marketplace uh, of customers that it was it would have been difficult for them to, to for merchants to reach in, 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 in any other way. So so the benefit is not just on on customers being able to access offers and discounts and, and um, uh, small amounts of money or credit. It was, it's also been on merchants being able to tap onto a bigger pool of, of, of people. Now, what uh, this has also created is uh, the perception that things can be really easy and it can be really smooth and hassle-free. Uh, and and this is an interesting point, particularly in our position, because there is an interesting tension between um, hassle-free and and responsible lending mm. and 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 you know it's it's obviously very easy to just provide 200 bucks 500 bucks with very few credit checks you know it, at the moment in which you are a credit check uh, um, step in the process creates a bit of friction now we think that it's crucial and fundamental to have a credit check and, and we do it on all our products so so we're trying to solve the tension and the friction with technology uh, you know, we leverage your, your partnership uh, to be able to kind of access as, as much information as possible to make a decision. Uh, but, but we feel that that is an interesting tension in the category. And, and you know, interesting enough, those who are doing the credit checks uh, are, are kind of starting to move more into the profitable 
uh, side of business. Um, and, and you know, our, our point of view in here is quite strong, is we feel that uh, credit checks aligns with responsible lending uh, and that we think is crucial uh, for several reasons. One, uh, for our customers, make sure that they don't get uh, into any uh, debt uh, cycle. For our merchants, to make sure that we have quality customers uh, and also for ourselves to make sure that we stay and provide the services we want to for years to come. It's intriguing, isn't it? The whole that 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 whole cycle, and I guess particularly um, given you know uh, that there, there may be some activity on the regulation side down the down the track as well, which we'll all keep an eye on. But also, you know, um, I would imagine that there's a lot of um, you know you are seeing you know thin files um, come through. You know, like you know, first I guess the first foray into credit for many people that you're seeing uh, in the market at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's some of the uh, information that we've been gathering tells us that, you know, buy now, pay later is becoming almost like the training wheels for some, some people. It's almost like, you know, mm. they don't want to get themselves into uh, the seriousness of a credit card or, or a personal loan. For them, it feels that it's just, you know, too complicated, too difficult. So they're learning, they're getting the training wheels on how to borrow money and pay back. And, and uh, so, so from that perspective, it's almost beneficial because it's almost educating a uh, um, cohort of the population that wants, wants to learn, but don't have the access to the uh, financial literacy. Uh, yes. So we observe, uh, for example, some of the research that we conducted that there is groups, uh, particularly the younger uh, population, that uh, might have not got the um, learning from the parents. Yeah. And this is quite important. We identify that, you know, learning from your parents, learning from even school, how to manage your finances is crucial. So if you haven't been exposed to that, there is a gap. And, and from there, there is two potential scenarios. One is you put the training wheels or you start riding without training wheels. And, and this uh, scenario is dangerous because you quite quickly get yourself into debt. So, so being able to trial with buy now, pay later, um, you know, how to borrow money, is, I think is, is quite an interesting point of view. And, and we obviously try to support those um, that need it um, with you know, additional uh, support. Nets if something happens, you know, hardship, debt, you know, debt consolidation loans, so we try to obviously help and educate uh, those that, that need it. Excellent. Well, um, Equifax uh, strongly commends credit checking as well. So uh, uh, we're, we're pleased that you uh, went down went down that pathway. Um, Alberto, maybe just taking a little bit of a, uh, another avenue there, just in terms of um, segments uh, within the Australian market that you, you see may benefit from the expansion of buy now, pay later? Maybe it's ha having a bit of a lens into the future. Mm. Uh, so, um, you know, the, the buy now, pay later category started, uh, as we know, with the slightly younger groups for the reasons I already mentioned, uh, and mostly in fine, uh, sorry, in um, uh, fashion, yep. say fine, fashion. Uh, and then it has expanded quickly. Now, what we are observing is that the model is, is expanding into a lot more categories. And, and some of those categories uh, are creating, are perhaps creating um, 
a negative perception of, of buying up a letter. So we observe uh, how um, moving into groceries, for example, and other uh, uh, basic needs categories uh, is damaging, in our opinion, the perception of the category because it's perceived quite rightly as, you know, providing money for a basic need that could create, could increase the, the, um, the uh, debt risk. Uh, and, uh, you know, what we were mentioning earlier around uh, people getting into more debt. Getting credit checks in those situations is crucial. Uh, otherwise, you know, we're kind of exacerbating the problem. Now, over time, Vinopelere has moved on uh, into older uh, segments of the population, and now almost up to, you know, 65-year-olds, we see them coming up um, quite, quite strongly. Uh, the, it is true that on the younger groups, the, use of, the utility of the, of the product is much higher, so the older groups might try once and see how it goes, and then they try again. So they are using it to control their finances uh, um, a little bit better. Now, what we notice when we uh, break the category into different groups is that there are uh, certain groups who are um, financially um, uh, okay, as in they have a, a decent uh, income, and they have tried credit cards in the past to fulfill some of the needs around, um, uh, you know, acquiring what they need. They are, they, they have stopped uh, using their credit card and putting the credit into buy now, pay later, because it allows them to budget uh, uh, the, the finances in a, in a better way. Uh, it allows them to manage the finances on the app uh, and allowing them to have a better experience, uh, not just, um, of their uh, financial product, but also uh, the shopping experience combined. Yeah. Uh, now, in terms of segments as in industries, if we talk about industries, we see we have seen notice a lot of big increase on, on health is coming mm -hmm. up. Uh, solar has been for a while, uh, but you know uh, we also uh, particularly interested on uh, supporting uh, people who want to uh, get um, financial support on um, uh, green loans. So, mm -hmm. so CBA launched it, we've been talking about it for a while, but you know, this is an area that we really want to um, uh, put a lot more effort. So helping people with you know, electrical vehicles, solar, uh, batteries, being able to provide access to those services in a way that uh, is more um, accessible uh, and and allows them people to pay all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it'll be absolutely intriguing, you know, to see where see where that all goes. I, and I think I think you know a year ago we would not have been talking about you know, about health, green lines, that sort of thing. So it has moved so substantially uh, over such a short period of time. Um, it, and bring it back to that customer side again, and I guess understanding the customer base. And um, you mentioned before that loyalty piece. I mean, what's your thinking about about you know establishing that customer loyalty through this channel? I think it's I think it's one of the great challenges uh, that all providers are facing at the moment. Great, great question. And I think that that. Um this particular point is is a uh, point of difference for us versus all the buy now operator providers. Uh, we we identify two kind of um, 
cycles, short-term and long-term. Short-term cycle is the cycle in which you want a new pair, you know, a new pair of shoes, you um, sign up with a binary operator, operator provider, and uh, you buy the shoes, and that's the end of the relationship. You mm. then uh, kind of might be prompted with new ideas around whether you buy some uh, share or you know anything else. The, the, the relationship is, is quite short-term and is very transactional. Now, we are in this business for the long term. We are, you know, we've been around for, for many years. Um, you know, fun enough, uh, you know, the first, one of the uh, seed institutions of, of uh, Latitude, we was almost, almost over 100 years old. So we've been around yes. for a long time. Um, and what our model is based on is on keeping the customers for longer. So that is when somebody signs up for a buy now, uh, signs with us for a buy now provider, the ability to collect information around how well they paid, pay on time, uh, allow us to uh, fulfill uh, bigger financial needs as they grow up. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you are say a millennial and you buy your, um, you know, your, your fashionable shoes today, at some point in the future, you might need a personal loan, uh, a car loan. Uh, you might need to travel. Uh, now, being able to offer all these products within the same umbrella and being able to have the information we have on how they have behaved with us on buy now, pay later, allowing us to provide a better interest rates to our customers than, than it wouldn't be in other ones. Mm. Now, the ultimate benefit for merchants is, as I was saying earlier, is that they are staying with us for longer. Uh, you know, some of our credit card customers have been with us for almost 10 years. So, so what that means is, from a merchant perspective, is uh, we are able to fulfill financial needs as people evolve, mature, and therefore allowing us to contact them with uh, discounts and offers uh, that our merchants um, kind of collaborate and partner with us, therefore benefiting the customer, benefiting the merchants in the long run. So I think that the, the loyalty um, key is how you're able to move away from just a transactional relationship to create a sense of being here with the customer for the long term. Yeah. Do you think ultimately, because you, know, you mentioned before it's so transactional, buy now, pay later, uh, is in the future, and maybe it's happening now, that customers will look for latitude, latitude branding you know, at the point of sale you know, and say, you know, latitude is here, I will, you know, that will encourage me more strongly to uh, maybe purchase this, this um, you know, whatever it may be, a pair yeah. of shoes or, or this, this, this asset. It, look, we, we, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we, can only, we can only hope. We're doing all the very best to demonstrate to our customers that, uh, you know, we have the best interests at heart, that we want to support them, uh, and also uh, to, to make sure our merchants understand that we are with them for the long, for the long right. run, to make sure they understand that we're not going to disappear oh. tomorrow, to make sure they understand that this is not a two-, three-year, four-year gig, and then you know, you're kind of uh, um, not going to be able to support them for, for um, what happens next. So this is really important. And, and we do know that uh, there is very little loyalty on the category. Like a lot of the customers have two or three, even, you know, a small proportion of, of buy now customers have even five or six uh, providers. And they use them 
depending on where the offer comes from or yes. what they get prompted at the um, at the exit. So so being able to create a point of difference that says that we've been here for the long run and we're here to support our customers and give them the benefit of accessing products at a better rate, I think that, that is that that's a, a strong point of difference for both customers and merchants. You know, Absolutely. And Alberto just back to, I mean, that financial literacy point is just such an important one, I think, particularly in this in this segment. Um, so, I mean, buy now, pay later is you know, still an unregulated uh, um, offering in the market, but it behaves very much like credit. So, how do you lend responsibly to this segment? Yeah, I, I mean. You know, we said it many times. We, we we believe that while others might disagree, this is this is credit, and if this credit needs to be uh, responsible, you know, it needs to be some regulations and responsibilities from from the provider that uh, are follow. Uh, uh, so we we um uh, you know we said a couple of times for us it's super important that you know we do credit checks. Uh, and we uh, leverage your your expertise to to help us with that. Uh, but at the same time, we want to be able to provide what our customers tell us they want, and that is fast access to 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 cash. So avoiding or minimizing the friction to make the process easier is is crucial. However, not to the extent of ever, uh, uh, you know, um, ever not being a responsible lender is 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 paramount and crucial and, and we believe is is what it will keep this business run for the long run. And and do you believe Latitude has a very active part to play in financial literacy? Very much so. So what we what we have in, uh, identified within uh less on our customers and more in the market. I guess that because uh, some of the products that we have like uh, our Go or Gem uh, cards uh, have been um, quite relevant for those savvy customers. Uh, you know, we, we have been lucky that we don't have a, a strong cohort of people who might be less uh, confident on their finances. However, we do have some as, as any other provider. Now, in that case, for us, it's crucial that we design products that support this uh, um, their needs. So what I mean by that is, you know, we're working on products that create uh, red flags that allow them to understand what are the implications of certain things. And obviously, if uh, something happens, and we know that sometimes something happens and you must miss a payment, how can we help them manage that situation? And make them understand that when you miss a payment, it's, 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 a, credit, it's a credit mark. Is, is an issue, it should be an issue and it should be a, a problem because, you know, you don't go to McDonald's and you live without paying. Like, you know, you, you pay for, you know, you need to pay for what you, what you acquire. So it needs to be an understanding that uh, there are certain responsibilities on, on customers when they borrow the money and lenders uh, to, to support that process. And um, with, with uh, literacy or confidence, because it's almost two sides of the same coin. You know, you could, there, is a, there is a group of people who say, or perceive themselves to be quite literate, but they still uh, say they're not confident about their finances. Uh, and there is a group of people who, on the contrary, say they're very confident, but they're not very literate. 
And that is where the danger comes into place because they believe that they are in control of the, of the finances to yes. find themselves in a, in a really dear situation later on. So we try to identify them really early in the process. Obviously, the credit checks help us to do that. And then as financial circumstances change over time, we promptly contact them to offer assistance. Uh, as I said, uh, you know, debt consolidation is, is, is something that we offer and, and um, it has been very important for us, uh, but also try to constantly educate it around the implications of using certain products and the risks behind them. Yeah, it's a wonderful answer. Alberto and um, uh, very, very well thought through. And unfortunately, we, we are at time, Alberto. Oh. So, um, look, thank you very much. So, Alberto Fernandez, thank you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. soon. And uh, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Speak to you soon. Thanks, Alberto. Cheers.